Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen, depending on which time you're listening to this at. This is Movies and Music with Midge and Mom. I'm Midge. And I'm Mom. So, Mom, tell us a little bit about this podcast. Mason and I are always looking for things that we can watch together that we can both enjoy. So we decided that we would do a podcast that would give people recommendations on entertainment ideas that parents can enjoy with their themes. We won't They won't have too mature of a theme or inappropriate content for a 14-year-old boy. And what are we going to talk about this episode, Mom? This episode we are going to talk about Netflix original series, Atypical. The synopsis of that series is about a teen, Sam Gardner, an 18-year-old from Connecticut with autism, announces that he wants to start dating girls. His father, Doug, has always struggled to connect with Sam and is thrilled that Sam approaches him for advice. When Sam wants to surprise his crush with chocolate-covered strawberries, Doug drives him to her house only to discover that Sam's crush is Julia, Sam's 26-year-old therapist. Doug quickly pulls Sam away and tells him to find a girlfriend his own age. Sam decides he needs a practice girlfriend and with the help of his friends and family begins to learn the social nuances of dating. As Sam grows more independent, his mother Elsa struggles to find a life outside of being his guardian. During a night out with friends, Elsa meets a bartender and begins an affair with him. Sam's younger sister Casey breaks a track and field record and receives an athletic scholarship to a prestigious but distant high school. Although she wants to attend, she's nervous about what leaving will mean for Sam. Her concerns are exacerbated when she discovers Doug abandoned their family for a while after Sam's diagnosis and that Elsa is having an affair. Meanwhile, Julia finds a chocolate-covered strawberry Sam left behind her in the visit. She accuses her boyfriend of cheating on her, which leads to a breakup, which leads him to break up with her. And after he moves out, Julia discovers she is pregnant with his child. Okay, so first we're going to talk about the creator of the show. Her name is Rabia Rashid. And this is, she in the past she's worked on How I Met Your Mother and The Goldbergs. Mason, have you seen either one of those shows? I have not. Me neither. I know How Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother is kind of common though. It's right? a pretty popular show, but it wasn't actually her creation. She just um, worked on it. This atypical is her creation. She thought of the idea and made it po- happen. So I haven't, I, I don't know her very well, but um, the mom is Jennifer Jason Lee. She is best known for her roles in Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Single White Female. Mason, have you seen either one of those? No. Okay. What do you think of the mother Elsa in this show? I think that mothers can kind of relate to her sometimes because, like, sometimes stay-at-home moms get into a period where they feel like they're not needed and, and like, I feel like she just wanted to be needed and that's why she went out to go meet the bartender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can relate to her somewhat. She is kind of a helicopter parent, meaning that she's a little bit overboard on Sam, but he has autism. He's on the spectrum. Yeah. So you would think that would be understandable that she's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Sam is played by actor Kerr Gilchrist. He's best known for It's Kind of a Funny Story. Um... I haven't seen that show. Have you seen that show? No. No. Never heard of it. I did watch some interviews with him and his 
personality kind of reminds me a lot of Sam. He kind of says things like yeah. kind of slow and funny. And so I don't think it's too hard for him to play Sam. What do you think of Sam? I think he's he he plays really well the actor does as a kid that's on the spectrum mm -hmm. and so and I think that the character Sam he does really well on his own because they say like only five percent of kids on the spectrum get married or something like that and begin to date so that's that's pretty well as considering those statistics yeah there have been some people that have said that with kids on the spectrum or whatnot that said that it's not very realistic that sam is too good at dating and having you know going to college and doing stuff like that but they do show him having some breakdowns some really serious issues not understanding yeah. things when he's dating and stuff so mm -hmm. I, I think they do they have some people on the show that are um helping with the show who are on the spectrum that give oh, advice yeah. and do things so i think that they're trying to keep it as close as they can mm -hmm. okay so bridget lundy Payne is the sister Casey. She is an improvisational voice band called Subtle Pride. Mason and I listened to some of the music. From we can't Bridget. really say that with a straight face. <laughs> it was interesting to yeah. say the least. Not really our bag, but it was interesting because she thinks that acting is her secondary to her music as far as career go, and we think she's a much better actor than singer. Yes, we do. Okay. And then Michael Rappaport plays the father. He started as a stand-up comedian. A quote from Michael Rappaport was, Sometimes people think I'm dumber than I am because of the characters I play, but it takes a genius to play a fool. Yeah. He was um he was in a movie with Ice Cube. Ice Cube did a trilogy called Friday. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but mm -mm. yeah, he he was in a he was a mailman in one of the Fridays. Did you watch it? Yeah. Was it was he the same character he always is? Well, was he always a mailman? Well, he's either a mailman, a firefighter, <laughs> a paramedic, or a police officer. That is the parts he plays. So. I don't understand why. Maybe because Probably he's from New York and it's his accent and he seems like a blue collar guy. I don't know. I think Michael Rappaport's fine. I don't always like him. I don't always hate him. I think he's good in this part. Yeah, Though definitely. I think other actors could have played it as easily. He's not super yeah. exciting. Okay. So just some warnings about the show. Most of the sexual content throughout is implied rather than shown explicitly and within the context of the show. There's no explicit sex or nudity other than Sam does draw some pictures of a woman's breasts that are shown. Um, they smoke cigarettes, they use alcohol, and the mom is having an affair. Oh. So those are the mature content. And they use, Zahid uses a little bit of weed. Oh yeah, Zahid does smoke dope too. So mm -hmm. Zahid is Sam's best friend that he works with. Yeah. Okay, so here are some interesting facts. Tectropolis is a play on the real world Best Buy. Both companies sell electronic goods and their color motif is blue. Did you realize that? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you kind of yeah, can it, see it. It makes sense now. Yeah. So that is where Sam works with his best friend, Zahid. Um, Anthony Jackes. I don't know how to say that. Jockeys, who Probably. plays Christopher on the is actually on the 
autism spectrum. Do you remember who Christopher is? Which one is he? He is in the first season. Elsa has a friend who she cuts her hair. Oh, he's the one he, with the long hair? Yeah, and he comes over to hang out with Sam while Elsa, the mom, is cutting her friend's hair and they can't get along. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, they have no common interest. Yeah, and he, that actor, is actually on the spectrum. And then in season, is it three when they start no is it two or three i can't remember when they start the group where he goes to group therapy because he can't go see it's two is it two she the julia the one that plays the therapist she uh yells at him and screams at him in season one i remember that yeah so she can't says she can't be his therapist anymore yeah and everybody on in the group therapy is actually on the spectrum all the kids that play actors in that. I so. thought that was very interesting too. Like, yeah. Were they were they like all, like were they all, like trained to do that? Trained to act. Yeah. Um, kinda. They're kind of playing themselves a little bit. So I I don't know how much acting they're doing, but they are memorizing lines and they're saying the lines, which seems would be really hard. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did ask. Rabia why she didn't um, cast the main character Sam as somebody who was actually on the spectrum and she just said that she thought about it she had some kids audition but the Kara Gilchrist was the best for the part she just felt like he just embodied the part and like I say he's kind of a interesting dude in real life so Mm -hmm. I think he is pretty good at it Okay, so the creator, Rabia Rashid, says she has experience with people who are on the spectrum but doesn't want to invade their privacy by telling everyone. What do you think of her thinking that it's embarrassing to tell people that people she knows is on the spectrum? I feel like it goes against the whole heart of the show, is trying to understand people on the spectrum, accept them who they are, you know, help people understand it. And then she's like, I don't want to tell who I know, yeah, you know? Yeah. And maybe she just didn't have their permission or whatnot, but I feel like it was kind of counterintuitive because it's like, aren't we trying to make it normal and accepting? And here she is hiding who it really is. Yeah. But that is what gave her the idea for the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So overall, we want to talk about the script of the show, the writing. Do you like the writing of the show? I like the writing. I feel like the writing is a big part of a TV show and a movie because, like, you could have great actors but a such crap script in it, and, like, that could turn out terrible. So I think the writing is a big part, and I feel like the writing was very good in this. Because Did the girl that made it write it? Um, kind of. She has other writers on the show as well, yeah. but, yeah, she's done some of the writing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel like it was very, very good. I do, too. I feel like it's a great blend of funny, sweet, dramatic, you know, because there's yeah. some really funny parts in it, but... And there's some really, like, sweet parts in it, I would like to say. And, like, when he says, the when Paige says, I'm getting less beautiful, and he says, I always thought you were always as beautiful as... He as said, like, you're one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's really well written. I enjoy it. We feel like we agreed that the third season that we just finished is actually the very best season so mm-hmm. far. The writing in it has gotten really good. The character development has gotten good. And we just really enjoyed this last season. 
Um, how do you feel like the acting is? We kind of talked about that a little bit. But, like, uh, for the other characters, like, outside of the core family, Casey, the mom, dad, and Sam, the actors such as Zahid and Paige were very, like, they were good. Like, when she was being road rage Paige, you knew <laughs> she really had to, like, have passion in that scream and be, yeah, so stuff like that. And, like, the scene where Sam and Zahid become not friends anymore, like, it was like you were really feeling that and like the sadness for that. So I feel like that acting was very done well. Yeah, I don't feel like there's any weak actors on it. I don't feel like yeah. there's anybody that. I mean, the mom irritates me, but I think she's supposed to yeah, irritate me. Yeah, so that's why me. she's that's a good hers. actress. Because, yeah. like. One person we haven't talked about is Evan Tuba, yeah. who is actually one of my favorite characters. She's Casey's boyfriend. And she, he is funny and good. I've seen him in some other things that I really liked him in, and I love his character, and I think he's a great actor as well. He's a, he's like a good boyfriend to her as well. Like, um, yeah, he's a good character. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mason, what are some of your favorite moments from the show? You mentioned the one about where Sam said that Paige was beautiful. Do you have any other moments you love? I like when um, he misinterprets when Julia says, like, I should... uh, I sh- Julia said I have to put myself out there and find someone to have sex with when he- she just <laughs> meant dating. Just dating. Yeah. And I really like how the bond between Sam and Zahid because, like, it's very, like, kids on the spectrum, it could be hard for them to make friends like that. And he, like, took kind of took Sam under his wing and stuff like that. So I feel like Zahid, I felt like, um, that whole segment between them two, um, the friendship was, I like that part. Okay. Yeah, I think those are good. I think something I appreciated you didn't, so this is like where there's things for both of us, Mm -hmm. is the parents' relationship and how they were struggling and, you know, they've been married for a while and they have disagreements on how they raise their kids. Like when the dad says, the the mom says, the mom and Casey, the daughter, don't really get along very well. Mm -hmm. And the mom says... Why do you always make me the bad guy with Casey? And he says, Casey and I just click. You're always going to be the bad guy. And I could see, like, my husband and I saying something like that. I think that parents often disagree on how to raise children. I think that it's, you know, they're just the struggles they're going through in their relationship seem realistic. I enjoyed that part of it. I enjoy the Casey and Sam relationship where he says... Nobody, Casey doesn't let anybody beat up on me except for her. Like, she can yeah. beat up on him, but Casey's super protective of Sam. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that part of it. I guess overall, both of us really like the relationships in the show. And that's yeah. really what the main thing of the show is about. Because that was, like, the theme of it. Yeah. Was, it's yeah. just this family and how they react to each other. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything about the show that bugs you? Well, I kind of... Well, it's not really anything that bugs me. I just feel like the character of Elsa is like... Like, she's <laughs> meant to annoy you. And so, you know, that's why she's such a good actress. Because, like, she kind of does just bug you by, like, how she would cheat on Doug. And, like... Yes. Yeah, and stuff like that. I didn't like that either. I don't know. 
I feel like there could have been a different way for her to show. Because the reason that she did it is because she was feeling useless. Because Sam's, like, kind of in a good place. He's getting independent. Casey's getting independent. She's thinking, what's left for me? I feel like there was some other way that she could have rebelled or whatever than cheating on her husband. Because I think it's hard for us as an audience to come back and forgive her for that and accept her again for it. Mm Because, you know... You just feel team dug for that because you don't cheat on your spouse ever. So yeah. I agree. That was kind of a stressful thing. I didn't really enjoy that part of it very much either. Mm, yeah. Okay. So why do you think this show is good for parents and teens? Well, first of all, it's about relationships. So everybody can like relate to relationships between like dating and teens and parents and all that kind of crap. And so it's like... So it's like a show for both parents and teens because, like, it's just all about relationships and that's, like, what's going on in our lives. Everybody has that experience Uh in life. I agree with that. I also think that they have characters in both realms of parents and teens. So I can relate to the parents, you can relate to the teens, mm-hmm. and then we relate together about the parents and teens relationship. Yeah. So it's just a, a really good show. We really enjoyed it. We have watched, like we said, there are three seasons out, and we have done a few spoilers, so hope that doesn't bug people too much. But we just would highly recommend it we give it five out of five right mm-hmm. and we just think it's one of the best shows we've watched together yeah. we've actually started even watching it again together for <laughs> this podcast because we just wanted to remember some of the things yeah. from the first season but i enjoyed it as much or more the second time around and mason has watched it how many times now mason i've watched it two times without her (laughs) (laughs) i just really enjoy like watching tv and even re-watching tv shows sometimes yeah sometimes you pick on things you missed the first time around yeah yeah Yeah. okay anything else you want to say mace no that'll be it okay so this is the end of our first episode oh mason you wanted to talk about your music that we're going to be putting throughout the show Oh, yeah. So, uh, my uh, mixtape is coming out soon, so that will be heard throughout the show, and I will be promoting that through this way. And And these are songs that you have composed, and you are performing yourself. Yes. So, we can hope you enjoy that, and look for Mason's songs. Where will they be able to listen to them? Um... In the future, I'll have them on Spotify in like a month or two, but it, for now, just YouTube and SoundCloud. Okay, and what is your name on YouTube and SoundCloud where they can find you? It's just Midge, M-I-J. It might be a little hard to find me because I'm a little underground right now, but just keep looking. It'll be there. And then also you set up an email for this podcast in case people have any questions yeah, or, or, re- or recommendations. recommendations. And what is that email, Mason? The email is Midge, as in M-I-J, and, and mom. Like A-N-D. A-N-D, M-O-M, 18, at gmail.com. That's Midge and mom, 18, at gmail.com. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yep. Life's an illness, then you die. That's why I'm numb and never cry. Life's an illness, then you die. That's why we smoke blunts and get high. 
Life's an illness, then you die. That's why I'm numb and never cry. Life's an illness, then you die. That's why we smoke blunts and get high. <laughs>